Oh, yes. It is time for us to break into a nice, light Monday topic, which is generational trauma. <laughs> Uh, and listen, I don't, I don't want this to get too heavy. We have a lot of fun on today's episode and hopefully you're going to learn something how literally like you're, you've been passed down what you've been through and how, what we're going to do with that is the question. And Leah, our therapist friend helps us break it down today. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, welcome to our daily podcast. How are you? Uh, this is the 26th of June. We have three principles on our show. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, I'm going to ruin one of your favorite movies because I don't know why nobody stopped to like even take a second to think about how trashy this movie would have been if this would have happened in real time. And I guess it was because of all of this stuff with the submarine last week. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, God, I haven't watched the movie Titanic in so long. Oh. Like, I don't think I've watched it, honestly, since it came out in theaters, which would have been. Right. Me either. Nine, uh, 2000, uh, no, two, 1997, I think is when it came out in theater. So mm -hmm. 25 years ago or whatever it was, like a long time ago. Right. Yeah. So this weekend I had some downtime. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch Titanic. And I'm only about halfway through. I started watching it today. And like, I'm, I'm only like, I, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, why does everyone think this is the most romantic story of all time? If you haven't gone and watched Titanic recently, I want you to go back and watch it with fresh eyes. Like not as like your kid self, but like as your adult self. And let me just, let's walk through the plot here, but I'm going to walk through it. Like it's not a, a, a movie, but instead it's a, like a real life scenario happening in modern day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's imagine that all of a sudden you and your fiance and your fiance, who's wealthy decides to take your whole family uh, or was it's your mom and his family on a carnival cruise. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're engaged. And the second that you get on this cruise and you're like, you're having a hard time, you're struggling. You go off and within a day or two, you're having an affair with some random man that you just met on the cruise. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, what in the world are you talking about? As I'm sitting here watching this, I'm like, why in the world have people like turn this into such a romantic story when in, in turn, this woman literally goes on a cruise and it, forgive my language. I'm going to have to use some like vulgar language for you to really understand this, like how terrible this is. Fucks the first guy she sees on the cruise. <laughs> right? I honestly had forgotten that whole story. <laughs> and then, okay. And oh then they go. God. And the first time they have sex, they have sex in like the car. Like it, let's imagine it's like a Toyota Corolla <laughs> in the bottom of the ship. <laughs> While your fiance is like losing his mind, you're letting him draw you naked. Like you're leaving evidence like that behind. <laughs> like like oh, you are, no, you are classless woman. Absolutely right. You know what I mean? Like if any of your friends came to you like, girl, guess what? I went, I went on a carnival cruise and like, <laughs> like y'all would all be like, this is trash. Uh -huh, this is exactly. absolute and utter trash. Uh -huh. 
And like, we should all be angry as hell. And it doesn't even matter who you're at. Like, I, I feel bad for the fiance. He was kind of a dick, but like, I mean, literally he paid for your whole, for your mom and his whole family to come on this cruise. Right. And the best, and the best thing you can do is like, F the first guy you see. Like what? <laughs> I guess they weren't really that compatible. <laughs> I mean, I'm just shook. I'm shook up watching Titanic 20 years later. I honestly like, I, I do not think this is romantic at all. I forgot all that. I just remember, you know, the catastrophic part of it. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Which was so so I'm, okay. So I I stopped. I paused it halfway through and half. So basically, they, they just hit the iceberg, and I'm like, okay, let me. Mm. Maybe the story gets better. Like maybe she turns her life around because I forget what mm. happens. But like, mm. I mean, I would. I feel. I mean, honestly, out of this whole story, I feel bad for the terrible fiance. <laughs> All said and done, like he's he's the one getting screwed over mm. here after like. Also, it's really weird if you think about it. Like this, I don't know. Actually, let's let's do some research here. How long was the Titanic cruise supposed to be? How long was the Titanic trip supposed to be? Okay, it was supposed to be um, 137 hours. Which how long is that? How long was it? Uh, April 10th so, through April 16th. A over three days. Well, this is, this has six days for some reason. I don't know. Oh, so let's just say six, it's six days. days. Okay. And you literally f the guy you see after like two days. It's trash. Okay. <laughs> Why in the world? Explain this to me then, too. This doesn't make any sense. Again, we're going to like the Carnival Cruise Line again. All right. So imagine you're on the Carnival Cruise Line. And like <laughs> all of a sudden, and by the way, going back to the, the effing the first guy you see really quick, this man, your fiance, just gives you one of the rarest diamonds. Okay. Like the oh, rarest yeah. diamonds uh-huh. around. Uh-huh. And like, you then you let some stranger, you take all your clothes off and this diamond is so rare. You let your, this stranger draw you naked wearing only the gift that your fiance just gave you. <laughs> She's like, actually. <laughs> but, but again, like what? Like, think, okay, so let's go to like the Carnival Cruise Line scenario, right? So you're on Carnival Cruise Line and like, obviously not super rare diamonds. We're on a Carnival Cruise Line, but like, right. let's say that like your fiance just gave you a new necklace. Okay. Uh-huh. And then imagine that, that like all of a sudden your fiance goes missing. And like the mm-hmm. first thing you see is a, and we'll even, okay, we'll, we'll modern, we'll modern day it. All of a sudden you find pictures of your fiance wearing only the piece of jewelry that you just <laughs> gave them on the cruise. You just paid for your family and his family to go on. And some stranger that she just met took these naked photos of her. Like what? <laughs> like I've been sitting here all day ready to talk about this. I am fired up over this. This is not a love story. This is trash. If you put this in modern time, this is absolute trash. And again, I don't know what happened. I'm only halfway through, so I don't know. But like, this is this is bad, man. I'm not. I'm not impressed. Okay, so let's let's go on to things, other things that wouldn't make sense nowadays. So they're going on this six day cruise, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you bring? Why would you bring paintings with you? Like all of a sudden, she's like, got like a Monet painting in her room, and I'm like. <laughs> no. I mean, okay, maybe because they're actually going to stay in America. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But like, you don't got to put them out. You're on a six day cruise. Like, imagine if you're you on a cruise get with somebody. Suckers wrapped up. Yeah, like, why would you take that out on your six day cruise? That also doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. Like, y'all, Titanic has got me just 
fired <laughs> up today. If you, if there's another movie that we need to like go back and reimagine in modern times, please oh, let me know because I want to watch it like in the, in the eyes of it actually happening today. That is because really it really. Funny. It wouldn't do. It would just be a bad. bad I would go bad back situation. and watch that, except that I remember being so freaked out at the end of it. Go that, watch it. it just like go watch the first horrendous. part, but but act like you're in modern times. <laughs> I like you're in modern times, and just watch it, and then be like, mm-hmm. you would you would be so disappointed, in whoever that was. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to do a team who update today. We've been we've been. I mean, oh, all boy. the topics we talked about in 2023. Like, I feel like I've gotten more feedback on team movie than anything else. <laughs> Um, I told you that I placed a Timu order for the first time. And I, the best way to describe Timu is it's like a junk website. It's like <laughs> the cheapest and like I, 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 anything you want is on there. It doesn't matter. Like I was, I was just kind of playing around this weekend and like seeing what else it sends you 55 notifications. If, if you download the app, by the way, it sends mm-hmm. you like 150 notifications a day. You're and you're a oh, winner every geez. hour for something. All of a sudden it's like, you're the winner. You're the winner. Hey, oh, guess what? Boy, 30% like off, 70% carnival. off. 93% off. Like it's it's yeah, it's like literally if you were into like a, if you went to like a really, really bad carnival, I uh-huh. feel like that's what Timu is. Because <laughs> like it's also, I guess you can put it that in that way too, because you know like when you go to the carnival and like, yeah, you can win like a Super Mario doll, but it's like you can tell it's not like name brand Super Mario, <laughs> right. you know? Like uh-huh. it's just you're like, that's that's uh-huh. not it. Um, I kind of feel like that's kind of what Timu is. Like, you know, none of that stuff's like name brand or any good, but uh, I'm still <laughs> waiting until so- knockoffs. If you weren't here last week, I told you that I placed my very first Timu order, and I, I'm not sure how it's going to be. But I would say most of you guys have sent great feedback about it. I mean, certified fans yeah, page DMs, messages like y'all are really y'all are fans of Timu, so I, I feel I positive. And you guys have gotten like, your orders, and I was like, oh, you're happy I don't about know it. What I'm doing then? I thought that was a scam. Okay, but I need to read you this opposing point of view about okay. Timu because I feel like if we're going to talk about something, we got to talk about both sides, right? Okay. Uh, there was someone, I won't say their name because I didn't ask permission, uh, that sent me a message that said, uh, you probably already received this, but just in case you haven't, since you talked about Timu, and actually a couple people reached out saying not so great things. So they heard not so great things about Timu. Mm-hmm. So this is an opposing article about Timu, and we can kind of go through this. It says, just passing along this public service announcement regarding the shopping app Timu, radio talk show hostess Kim Commando, which I have no idea if that is, uh, did some digging about Timu, and this is what she found. Seemingly overnight, everyone's talking about Timu, an online shopping app that boosts deals that seemed too good to be true, like $17 wireless earbuds, $1 gold necklaces, and $23 wedding dresses. Over 50 million Americans have downloaded Timu since it launched statewide in September of 2022 which, wow, it's been around for a year and I'm just now finding out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, after it gained traction with expensive Super Bowl ads promoting to let you shop like a billionaire, um, team, today, Timu is one of the most popular shopping apps behind Amazon. And I, I did hear that. I did hear that from somebody else, too. Mm. The Timu is literally the second wow. biggest shopping app on uh, in, wow. in the U- behind Amazon. That is so, like, big. Everybody's using this thing, you know? Wow. But most of, it says most of us don't know the app's true origins. Reader Daniel Meyer asked an important question. Is Timu something we should be concerned about? So I did some digging and it turns out, yes, you absolutely should be. Here's what I found out. Hmm. Where did Timu come from? This isn't some fly-by-night operation. Timu is based in Boston, Massachusetts by PPD Holdings. Uh, PPD is headquartered in Shanghai, China. 
PPD is oh, also cool. owns the e-commerce platform Pin Duo Duo headquartered in, you guessed it, China. So Timu, so Timu is a communist China-based app and site. Mm-hmm. Um, what you need to know before using Timo, first, you're buying goods directly from the manufacturers in China and other parts of the world. That's why shipping times are often uh, often 12 days or longer. The prices are low because uh, the goods are cheap. The pictures of what you see advertised may not be what you actually get. Timo's BBB rating is 2.21 out of 5. Ooh. Reviews are uh, Trustpilot are interesting uh, with 38% five-star reviews but 41% one star reviews, but that's not the worst of it. This is very, this is very dramatic now, but that's not the worst of it. <laughs> Timu is downright dangerous. Uh, the app uh-uh. is clever and persuasive digital stalker. As you shop, Timu monitors your activity on other apps, tracks your, notif- um, tracks your notifications and locations and uh, changes the settings. It gets worse. Timu gains full access to your contacts, your calendar, and your photo album. Uh, plus all of your social media accounts, chats and texts. In other words, literally nothing on your phone is safe. Wow. No shopping apps uh, need this much control, especially ones tied to uh, I, I, I screenshotted this. Um, as you shop, team, it was my, oh, wait. It gets worse. Team, uh, yeah, so it has access to all. It says no other shopping apps need this much control, especially the ones tied to communist China. If you're using Timu, delete the app from your phone immediately. Mm. Pro tip, if you downloaded Timu to be safe from Chinese spies, you need to really reset and do a full factory reset. But wait, there's more. Timu's sister app was also removed from Google Play because of malware. Do not buy from this company or use their app. Copy and paste. Buyer beware. Mm. So that's the opposing side. So did you do any of that? No. No. I, I, I'm having so much fun with this app right now. Like this is, <laughs> oh, geez. this is you bringing me to life somebody right has now. all your information. No, because you know what? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Y'all, everyone has your information. That's probably trying, the truth. Trying to keep your, your information private mm-hmm. in 2023 is almost mm-hmm. physically impossible. Like, yeah, I, I will say like, I just, here's the thing. If someone in communist China, as I like to call them in this post, mm-hmm. um, finds out that I ordered a uh, Luigi doll, I, th- I think I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think they care about the Luigi doll. I, then what? Like, what are they going to like? They want to know about all your contacts, your credit card numbers, your bank accounts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like, if I'm doing this, there's also 50 million other Americans that are screwed. You never know when they're going to yeah. choose you. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm not. Listen, the roles sound reverse, don't they? I know. Uh, as someone that, yeah, literally passed their credit card information out that literally anyone asks. Like my mom, like she'll literally, my just calls, like, hey, your credit card information? Oh, yeah, here's what you Let me, let me just go get my wallet. I'll yeah, be right quick. back. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not too worried about, again, I, I haven't gotten my stub yet, so we don't know yet. We don't know how this whole thing's going to go. Yeah. But as at this point, I'm not like genuinely worried yet, I guess, about mm. all this stuff. Maybe I should. I mean, how does everybody feel about their privacy when it comes to, like, like do you feel like you have privacy, mom, when it comes to your oh, online no. stuff anyway? I absolutely okay. don't. But what do you do? I mean, no, that's my just, point. You can just go offline and try to drive all over Hell's creation trying to find something that you would never find. You'd never have yeah. access to 
in Dawsonville, we'd have access to about 1% of the <laughs> things that I buy online. Honestly, yeah. we just yeah. would. Yeah. You know? No, it's crazy. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's really no. No, they've got you. They've got you. <sighs> and I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, I for some reason, I don't get super freaked out about this kind of stuff. Because mm. um, I'm just like, okay, like what, like what, what would happen? And maybe because I just don't, I don't know what would happen. Just because China has my information, like, does that really mean anything? I wonder like, if there's would, anybody out there that really has had all their information stolen and what that was like. Yeah, but, but like, was it was it, but was like it anybody that. in China? That's the point. Like, I yeah, just don't know exactly. what, what in, people in China it? having my information How versus people know? in the United States <laughs> having my information. Exactly. Like, I just Could think once it's out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, for all of us, and we, and we all fall into this trap, right? Like, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden, oh, like I was, I started talking about a new blender, and then I started getting all these blender <laughs> ads. Like, you look up <laughs> one blender online, then like for the rest mm-hmm. of your life, you have to like look at blender ads. You know. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so I don't know. That's my two cents on Timu. But I know you guys have been really interested. Honestly, I think I got more feedback about Timu than literally anything else this whole entire year. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to read uh, read what you had to say. So I'll keep you posted. It should be here, I guess, maybe this week, maybe next mm-hmm. week, maybe never. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Mom. Let's do our quote for today. Okay. It is from Ellis Anthony. Maturity is working through your trauma and not using it as a never-ending excuse for poor behavior. I'll tell you, one of the things that I just really do not like hearing is, well, it's because my parents did this to me. <laughs> I bet get you stuck don't. in that victim mode. I bet I you know, don't like hearing I know. that. You tell me that all the time, too. Yeah. Uh, you tell me that all the time, too. And I admit to it, right? I admit, yeah. yeah, didn't do the best job, did the best I could, sorry, go get therapy, work through it. <laughs> but don't keep blaming it on me as an excuse to not take responsibility for yourself and your actions. Well, I feel like, yeah, you can you can blame anybody for anything, you know? Right. But like, you're in charge of you. Yeah, exactly. Like you're like, I was, I just I had therapy on Friday night and I, we were working on some pretty heavy stuff, man. Like your childhood stuff is really, I don't care how great your child, cause I don't consider my childhood to be very traumatic, but it's crazy when you start working on this kind of stuff and you're like, Oh, I guess there will be, we can, we, you always, all of us have some level of trauma, right? All like, of us. doesn't all matter what it us. is. Like every single one of us has some level of trauma. Yes. And so I find it interesting because like as I'm sitting down and I'm kind of like, well, I don't know. Like I thought I would go like work through my affair, but like, as I sat down, I was like, damn, we're talking about like stuff that happened, you know? And every time I, every time I leave therapy, I call my mom and said, well, thanks a lot for screwing my life up. <laughs> um, you do. That's why I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like this last week, we, let's see, we were working on, um, Oh, about like, why do I stay in like, or do I like, look for these kind of like casual relationships when like, mm-hmm. honestly it's the casual relationships that like cause me the most turmoil. Right. Like if I'm like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want anything mm-hmm. serious. Like, but I'm also at the same time, on the other hand, like being like, I'm scared. Like I'm constantly on edge. I'm in, in these casual relationships, you know, like mm-hmm. when there's no real commitment for anybody being faithful or anything else. Right. And mm-hmm. so my therapist starts breaking that down because she's like, that's kind of contradictory, right? Like you feel, feel like you would want somebody that was like committed and you would be mm-hmm. committed and then you could feel like you had like some skin in the game. And so we start breaking it down and 
she's like, well, let's talk about like your childhood. And we start kind of talking about things that happened in childhood. And, you know, part of, part of my childhood was kind of never knowing what the household was going to be like. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was like, you're kind of used to just like it being unstable in Mm -hmm. a sense. Mm -hmm. And so like, you're just like, that's just what you're used to. Like you're Mm -hmm. used to like having these like unstable, like think about my ex-wife. Like she couldn't have been less, less stable, you know, like Mm -hmm. I never felt safe with her a day in my life. Right. Um, so yeah, I was like, well, why do I keep doing this? Because she's like, what you're telling me you want is actually like different than what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then we started breaking it down. I'm like, damn. And then like, again, I didn't, I didn't think that like my childhood was traumatic, but like even just like, okay, what's, what's literally going to, when I get home, I don't know what the day is going to be like. I have no idea. Like, mm-hmm. is my dad home? Is he not home? Is my mom home? Is she not? There was no, like no consistency. Like who was in a good mood? Mm-hmm. Who was going to be in a bad mood? Like there was mm-hmm. just like no consistency to my childhood. And if you think about it, mom, that's kind of true, right? Mm-hmm. Do you agree yeah. to that? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, again, like where, where it wasn't like, I didn't was like, oh my God, I was, you know, I didn't, I, for some of the things you guys have been through, I don't want to like minimize, you know, like, and I don't want you to feel like if you, this is why I'm bringing all this stuff up. Cause you may be like, oh no, my childhood was fine. I, I genuinely feel like my childhood was fine. Absolutely. But, and so, and so do I for me. And yeah. For you. Yeah. But I mean, there were definitely some traumatic things, but like, I would say like, I don't, it, it, especially if I said if I, if I was home, I would have felt safe. Like without the mm-hmm. bullying, a few other things, like mm-hmm. not so much, but when I was at home, I would mm-hmm. always say it felt safe. But now that mm-hmm. I'm doing more, I'm like, oh, but it was kind of always inconsistent for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I never quite knew what I was going to get when I got home, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there was no kind of consistency, like who was going to be there, how they were going to be or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, that, but the point of this is, is like, don't like, I'm, I'm not letting, I'm not letting myself not understand myself at this point. You know, like I want right. to know why I do the things I do and like why I am the way I am. And, and here's the other thing about remembering childhood situations is that that same scenario may or may not been a, have been true for an adult, but it doesn't matter. It's your perception of it as a child, right? Um, exactly, right. That, that you take that you take with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that becomes your story, and that becomes your truth. Yep. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and your and your brother and your sister may have been in the same situation and have seen it totally different. But their truth sure. is different, you know. Yep. All of our truths are a little bit different based on who we are. Yep. So, so something to think about, man. Honestly, like as you get your week started, like don't like it's I think if you dug into your childhood, even if you feel like you had a great childhood, there's still things that affect you today that you probably don't even realize. Mm-hmm. You know? So this is a great yeah, transition into better help, by the way. You don't need to blame on your parents or anything else. <laughs> yeah, but you don't need to blame on anything else. Just deal with it. Look at, Just deal you know, with it, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hmm. No responsibility from the Just parental side, it. apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> you see how she threw it in real fast? Like, no need to throw it in, but her own guilt may be a little bit Just there. Like, oh, it. yeah. Just, Just do You got to go I'm do sorry. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, did yeah. The, we could based on what was going on in our lives. Yeah. There you go. Um, today's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I mean, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about, right? With therapy, there's so many things you can uncover about your life just by going to therapy. Honestly, like 
I don't know. It's so interesting to find out why you tick the way you do is the most, probably the most valuable gift you'll ever give yourself. It doesn't always have to be you're in crisis mode. Like I'm not really in a crisis right now at all, which is actually, I'd like to go to therapy better when I'm not in a crisis, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, I hope that you'll really, you'll think about taking better help up on their offer here. I mean, this is, this is like today can be the day you start like kind of modifying your life. You know, right now we're talking about balance in your life. Like how's your balance? You give so much time so much time to other people, right? Like you put so much time into work and places and kids and relationships and career and everything else. Therapy helps you kind of like navigate what you really want from life while you kind of navigate life. That makes sense. So you can like move forward with confidence and excitement in your day. I've been, obviously I talk about my, my experience with therapy all the time. I think it's so great. BetterHelp is a great tool. Talk therapy has been extremely helpful to me. I don't know where I, I don't honestly know where I'd be without talk therapy the last five years of my life. BetterHelp has been a great tool for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and see what you think. You know, honestly, it's all online. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's suited to, uh, to your schedule. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kramer today to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. Also on our podcast today is Paired. For those of you that are in relationships, then you should go try out the Paired app. Mom, you tried out Paired and you, you thought it was fun, right? Playing the games and the questions and the quizzes. I did, yeah. It's, it, you know, it's things that you never think to ask each other, yeah. even after 51 years. Right. You know, and I mean, it, just, it just adds a little spontaneity and fun to your day. Yeah, which we so can what all happens, use. You download Paired, your partner downloads Paired, and every day they send you these, yeah, these questions, these games, these quizzes, whatever, to have fun and stay connected and deepen your conversation. And you'll, like I said, like with questions such as things as like, what do you remember about the first time that we met? Or describe your partner's job in three words. Even that could be funny. How would your partner describe your job in three words, right? And how would you describe theirs? And like, it's just like fun ways to connect throughout the day. And like, you're not, you're probably not taking the time to really do that. I, you, I guarantee you, you're not sitting down with your partner saying, let's, let's have promise. some fun. <laughs> and let's have some fun and like describe mm-hmm. each other's jobs in three words. Um, but like this, this is like what it's here for, right? So got an offer for you for this. And you could have been on a few dates or been together for a long time. It's time to lighten the mood and have fun with Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Kramer to get your seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. <laughs> Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. All right, certified fans, thank you so much for another week of Certified Mama's Boy. You know, without you, we would not have a podcast. So honestly, thank you for anyone that takes their time, their money, and contributes to our show. It is a massive help. Um, you know, so really quick, I'm going to give you a 15-second summary of what a certified fan is. Uh, it's $6 a month. You get some perks on the back end. Uh, you get more content. You get more the Facebook page. You get shout outs. You get um, info before anybody else. You get discounts on merch. Uh, and in return, we get the opportunity to keep producing this podcast. So I told you that we've really been struggling recently, right? And like, I we need a hero, honestly, to come through. And a hero, actually two heroes have come through over the weekend. And two mm, totally different situations. Cool. So... Let's go through both of these so that you understand kind of what's happening here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, our good friend Jenny, who God, Jenny's been around for a minute now. Jenny, when did we, you and I first met? I don't remember. Jenny said, hey, listen, I just realized that my membership expired, and uh, she was having a hard time updating her credit card information, so instead she just started a new membership. So thank you for doing that, Jenny. There's a lot of people whose, whose credit cards have expired since you first joined You know, three years ago. Man, it is 
vital. If you still want to support our podcast, go back and check uh, to see if you're still actually contributing to Certified Mama's Boy. Over the 4th of July weekend, I'm going to have to go through and start cutting people out um, if you haven't updated it. So take this week, if you would, and the website is glow.fm. If you're a certified fan, if you would just please do me that favor and just go to glow.fm and update your credit card information uh, so that we can keep getting your contributions every single uh, every single month. So that was awesome. Thank you, Jenny, for doing that. That mm-hmm. means the world to me. Let's, let's start with that, Mom, and give Jenny her whoop whoop. Okay, what is her number? Uh, well, originally, let's see where Jenny first started. Okay. Jenny first started with us. Um, let's see. Here she is. Uh, no, this is uh, 61 is her original number. So okay. we'll start with that. How about that? So she is originally 61. And let's give okay. Jenny a whoop. And thank you, Jenny, for doing that. Honestly, it means the world to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it does. And a couple of more questions. Where's Jenny from? Oh. Could you try again? Siri. No, you cannot. <laughs> good on that. Hey, no. I don't know how to make Siri go. I still have not figured out how to use my MacBook. Um, uh, she's from San Diego. San Diego. California girl. Okay. Yeah. All right. Whoop, whoop to Jenny from California. So yeah. happy you're still with us. We're so grateful. And is Jenny with an IE or a Y? It's a why. I'm just going to give you the list. No, <laughs> my mom you, my mom would find oh a way to screw God. up every person's name. You're I don't care what kidding. it is. You're not kidding. Like I'm I was so... at the certified band page later today and like it'd be like Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E-E. I'm like, what? How, why would you spell it that way? Like, I honestly <laughs> wrote down J-E-N-N-I-E. <laughs> I honestly wrote that down. I'm so sorry, no, Lisa. I know it's I, not I want Lisa. This. From last I want week. this to turn it's into like a Lisa. Starbucks thing. You know, Starbucks always screws your name. But I want, <laughs> yes. I want this to be a thing because, like, it's <laughs> so just gonna embarrassing just because know I she's post probably those. gonna screw you. I hate you that. I hate that so much because we're so grateful. We should be able to get your name right. Right. Yeah. All oh. right. So that's number one. Let's give let's give Jenny your whoop whoop. Okay, I did. Oh, okay. So then, <laughs> out of the blue. We mm-hmm. get another certified fan. I don't know any information mm-hmm. about you because you didn't fill out the second part of your form, but we have a second certified fan coming in uh, with us at $6 a month. All I know is that your email address is starts with the word spider. I don't know who you oh. are, but I'm just very grateful for you because you know we really just needed two more people. Yes. And I can't count Ginny as one more, but like if we can just get like one more person now and I think that we can yeah. do this, that's amazing. So to our secret person that I have no, literally no idea who you are. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And let's give the, uh, give our, and go back and fill the second part of your form. If you would, I'd really appreciate mm-hmm. that. So we know who you are. Uh, let's give this, this secret person a whoop, whoop mom. Okay. Whoop, whoop to our new mystery certified fan. And they are, please um, connect with us and let us know so that I can post your name correctly <laughs> on our fan page four. and we can all welcome you. Okay, so we just need, honestly, one more person. One more person, one more person. Just one more person this month would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Certified fans, go back to glow.fm, glow.fm. Log into your account and check your, um, check your account and make sure that you're good because I don't want to dump you at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. Two pieces of work here are business really quick. Number one, don't forget, mugs are on sale through the end of this week. Mugs and glassware, all $5. Uh, that's mm-hmm. only going to go through the end of this week, and then we're going to cut it off, and then we're done with the glassware forever. So go pick it up. It's a great way to support the podcast. Number two is we will not have podcast Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday of next week. It is our 4th of July week, and uh, so I know you're going to be busy, 
and we're going to be busy. So we'll be back on Thursday, full this week, and then we'll be off, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Okay. All right, mom, that's actually it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey, I love you forever. All right, let's do Mental Health Monday. I'm actually considering moving Mental Health Monday to a different day because I feel like these topics are a little heavy for a Monday. Uh, but mental health doesn't rhyme with anything else other than Monday or there's no alliteration. Is that alliteration? Anyway, uh, what we do right now, Mental Health Monday is basically our uh, um, it's our therapy segment for the week. It's like your 10-minute dose of therapy with my friend and therapist, Leah Aguirre. I had to ask Leah exactly what generational trauma was, and I, I, I knew it. I think I felt like I knew it, but I want to make sure that we're all clear at the beginning of this episode of exactly what generational trauma is. So how would you define that, Leah? It's the trauma that was experienced by your parents or previous generations within your family line that tends to bleed into your own day-to-day experience, life experience. And, can you give um, it to can you give it to me like in a, a, a situation yeah. you, you don't have to give me specifics, but like situationally. It, so basically if your parents went through shit, that means you also go through shit because they went through shit. Well, it, yeah, but even like even previous generations, like even great great grandparents or your previous ancestors, like if you've been part of a marginalized community, for example, mm. and your family has come through that trauma, right? Like, so say for example, your family was in the Holocaust, you have family members in a Holocaust mm. and that affects their worldview. And and this is just a, an extreme, sure. not extreme, sure. but like this is just an example because it's more concrete, but then they, that impacts their, their functioning and their worldviews and how they look at, look at relationships in the world at large. And then that's passed down within other future generations, right? Because they see that world through that lens of that trauma lens. And so then, you know, newer generations take on sometimes that, that lens themselves, even if they weren't experiencing or they had not experienced a trauma directly. So oftentimes it's like worldviews, like you can't trust anyone or even like family is everything, blood is everything. Or, um, oftentimes like this is kind of heavy and so trigger warning, but like sexual abuse, right. That Mm, oftentimes, is generational and has happened in past generations and avoidance and denial bleeds into, you know, current family dynamics and people. And so then when you're not addressing that past trauma, it can bleed into your day-to-day experiences and your own trauma. Um, well, you said you work, you work with your clients. Um, I don't know if you said frequently or not, but when it comes to this generational trauma, how how do you see it show up specifically in the cases that you've dealt with? Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, and I do a lot of work. Again, I'm, I don't want to keep like taking trigger warning, but I do a lot of work with sexual abuse, and right. I see that frequently trickle down from previous generations. It and a lot of it is the shame and the secretive nature of it mm-hmm. that then continues on. Because if nobody's talking about it, there's a lot of shame. There's re- you know rejection that this is a truth or this is something that's going on in a family or has gone on in the past. Oftentimes, it will continue to be ignored and denied by, you know, the younger generations or, you know, like your parents, for example. So say there's been sexual abuse in multiple generations or through your family lines and you've experienced it yourself, their response is often similar, right? So even there's like the – and this is just another another example, but if they've – you know, if, if the whole – the way of coping for – a past generation is denial 
or we just keep going and we don't address mm-hmm. these things. Yeah. That can you can take that on yourself because that's the message you're receiving from your parents and your family is that we don't talk about this. This is something we avoid completely or I you're see. okay. How There's, it's even handled could be yeah. even generational trauma. Yeah. Being passed so a lot of the work down. I do with clients is like, how can we, yes. And how can we like break that cycle, right? Break those, break the stigma, break the messaging that we just, you know, power through it, work through it. And so you're our, saying, you're saying it, that like, if let's just say that, uh, my parent was sexually abused and then they were, were told to like, don't talk about it. And then I become sexually abused. And basically I've learned to not talk about it with, is right. am I on the right page here when it comes to. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. It's cause, cause, yeah. Yeah. And we're in a, what's, what's kind of great. I mean, this country has a lot of issues. I, I've just talked to someone <laughs> recently, but there we are in the United States pretty progressive in nature and how we address trauma and understanding trauma and generational trauma, where there are yeah. more conversations and, you know, your, our generation, you and mine, and then, you know, the younger generations are being more, upfront and direct about their experiences and breaking these sure. cycles. Sure. And that's really, yeah, we, we really just do great. podcast episodes about them. When we, when we have trauma, we just come on here and record for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Right. Yeah. They would never no, do something would, like this. Right. No, 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 no. There's a lot of shame. And it's like a lot of, you know, what I've worked with with a lot of clients whose family members have that, there's that stigma is like, Again, you just don't talk about it. People have it worse. Move on is kind of the messaging they're, get, they're getting. Mm-hmm. So then that can be mm-hmm. traumatic to you because you're like, okay, this isn't that bad. It's, this isn't that significant. This isn't that traumatic or it's something I just need to get over. And then that in and of itself can be traumatic. But there's also a whole line of research and there's like epigenetics, which is the idea of how trauma is passed on even through genes and well, biology. Well, see, I, I was going to ask that. I was going to ask yeah. like, they do. Are you of the belief – that this stuff literally gets like passed along through your DNA. Yeah. Well, and so, and I've seen it, right. I've seen families, especially, especially with like domestic violence, for example, where if there's domestic violence going on when the baby's in utero, you can, you can, the stress impacts their, their development. Oftentimes those kids have behavioral challenges, ADHD, like, and there, cause because of the trauma they experience in utero. So they I mean, research shows that it affects you. And also if the parent's stress, right? If the parent is living in a constant state of stress or fight or flight, that also, not even domestic violence, that also can impact the baby and the um, infant. So they are like, I mean, there's, this is research that's shown this. So it's not just the messages that we are communicating to younger generations. It's also sometimes what happens in utero and what's passed on by genetic wise. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty like- comprehensive. Let me ask you then on, on both angles, which is mm-hmm. how do I know if I'm inheriting some type? Cause obviously we hear this and I'm sure everyone so far has been like, I don't want to obviously bring in my, and, I mean, unfortunately I feel like by the time you probably realize it, it may even be too late, but mm-hmm. how do we, how do we recognize if the trauma is generational and then what do we do to like not take it on ourselves? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think it's recognize. I think it's a having compassion for your your parents or previous generations because mm. we only know what we know, right? And we didn't have access to all this information. Technologies really helped. Social media has helped. We're breaking stigma, but I think I don't. I don't think anyone's purposefully um, passing down trauma. I don't think that's ever the intention. So I think having compassion for our elders and generations before us is helpful to know. Okay, this is what they knew. This is what they had they didn't necessarily understand the complexity of trauma or how 
their actions or what they taught us impacts us in, you know, the younger generation. So I think that's part. And then also, um, being able to set boundaries. Um, and so, and that can, that can take different, I mean, so I use this one too, like for, again, if we're talking about like sexual abuse, right. Families will still stay intact. They'll inadvertently protect the abuser, for example. So, someone who wants to break that cycle might be like, I refuse to go to this event knowing that this person or family member is present. That's a way to break the generational trauma or having like being more upfront and addressing the trauma. That's also like kind of, I guess breaking the cycle includes challenging family dynamics Mm -hmm. and the status quo, right. That's Mm -hmm. been carried on from generation to generation. So whether it's setting boundaries, whether, whether it's having direct conversation with your parents or family members about what you're going through, um, or even just setting limits and how much, you know, for a lot of, especially in marginalized communities, you, they really rely, you really rely on one each other, on each other. Like you just, it becomes like we, you know, it's, it's all, we, all we have is each other. And so sometimes it's hard to set limits and say no to things or there's this all feeling of obligation. Like I need to, I need to be there for these family members and you have mm. a hard time saying no, setting limits and sure. it can become pretty uh, like enmeshed. So you're like everything you do is your family and you don't have an identity outside yourself. This is just another example. But so then setting a boundary would be like, you know, I'm going to go to this family event, but I'm going to set a limit. I'm not going to spend the whole time at this event or right. I'm going to say no to this favor because I have other obligations or I'm pursuing my education or I'm focusing on my career or my own family. Right. So right. it's, it's finding ways to like set these limits and boundaries. Um, and some, and I think something to, uh, another thing to consider is I think what I see with clients that I work with is what they want to change. They want to provide education and have their parents or family understand, like have a new way of thinking. And they want to, they want them to be on the same page and, well, I'm not saying it's hopeless or that that's not worth the effort. I think some things we just don't, we just can't push. So I think it's also recognizing mm. this is where they're at. I can offer information, but if they're not open to it or receptive, there's only so much I can do. So right. that's when you might want to set boundaries versus like say, this is wrong. You should do this differently. You should think different in a different way. I think what, especially when you become aware of, oh shit, this is, this is bigger than this, me. This, this is like, big, yeah. Yeah, you want to like, you know, be the advocate and like create change. And while I'm not, I, I think that's important. I think in some families, and you know, and like, and this is why we people, you know, have the okay boomers because like some people are just stuck in their ways and that's what I they know. know and they're not open to any type of feedback. And in those cases, it's, it's how much energy are you willing to put in and is that going to be healthy for you? So then also mm-hmm. recognizing how much do I need to take on to address this trauma and help my family and, and how much do I just need to like, okay, set my own boundaries, reaffirm, I am going to have limits. They're going to think their way. I'm going to think my right. way. Right. So it's, I think it's, 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 it's the case by case. Like I know we always say that, but it's, by the end of this, what you realize is there's nothing you should take away from this personally, but it's <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But yeah, I think it's just, I think it's also recognizing it's not your responsibility to change your parents, your family members, how mm. they do things. Like you shouldn't, you, you don't you take can on change, the, the burden of like breaking your whole right. family's line yes. of like trauma. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. But, but you can, but you can stop the cycle, right? You can right. do your own, you do your own work and have a different way of doing things and different way of parenting and different way of coping with stressors. Like you can definitely do that yourself. 
Well, there's nothing like starting a Monday with a little generational trauma talk, people. So <laughs> Leah is always talking. And you actually are a trauma therapist, right? Isn't that what you specialize yeah, yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. So, so I do – yeah, I'm trained in EMDR. I do a lot of trauma work. Um, this girl knows yeah. trauma. Don't you worry about it. She is a pro when it comes to it. And you yeah, get all kinds really- <laughs> all kind of all kind of goodies, books and ebooks and yeah, social medias yeah. and everything else. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Her True Empowerment. I do a lot of education on trauma and how to set boundaries and limits too. So, so find me at oh yeah wait did I say her to empowerment my brain's fried I don't know if you did or not but you say can it find again. me on Instagram at her true empowerment and my website's linked and all my blogs and books are there too so check it out hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All righty, that's it for today. We got a whole week of Certified Mama's Boy ahead of us. I appreciate you pressing play. If you do this, you know, once a month or if you do this every day, I'm so friggin' thankful. Just so you know, today is the 750th full episode of Certified Mama's Boy. So thank you for doing that, for keeping us on, for pressing play. And we'll, we got some interesting upcoming moments in Certified Mama's Boy. So hang tight. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.